Yeah, you after that, having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking grim. Yeah, the, the yeah the the manage, manager the manager and HR are behind 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 glass are just dancing and laughing and pointing at the employee on the episode. They should use that more so often, cruel. especially in like the House of Reps. Yeah, when they're like, <laughs> and what does the prime minister think about all the all the uh, deaths that are happening right now from coronavirus in aged care? Uh, did someone think KFC? <laughs> I swear, I. I swear to God, yeah, that's kind of like Donald Trump's like like approach. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure he kind of gave it to Casey. <laughs> like he he just just he just ignores the question immediately and just says some other bullshit. <laughs> that's like he's I ever... he made it up. <laughs> he, he made up the KFC thing, made millions on the side. <laughs> Welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. My name is Zach, and I'm actually God, in the room with other humans doing some podcasting, one of those being my regular co-host, Lockie. Fuck are you, brother? Oh, you didn't let me say my fake name. Cunt! No, no, that's alright, that's alright. No, no, I'll be locked. No, 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 fuck you. Fuck you, cunt. <laughs> Every time I set you up, you decide not to do it. Yeah. And then when I don't bother doing it, you go, Oh, I was really ready to do it that time. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally had one planned up. My name was going to be Zach. We're going to be cunt. <laughs> that's, a ter- that's a terrible name. No one would believe it. It just sounds so fake. Oh... Uh, even though Loki has just put me in a bad mood, he, he, he couldn't—he couldn't possibly keep me. In a bad mood. Oh, yeah, as if that puts you in a bad because... mood. Because moody cunt. <laughs> because cunt I'm of a man. super stoked. No, that's stoked. No, that's on. That's on brand. That is on brand for news to review. Audio chocolate. That is what we are all about. Yeah. As you can yeah. hear, we have Aaron with us once again. Hey guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Aaron. I'm super Welcome stoked back. to have you yes. back again. Love it here. Fantastic. Oh, we got some juicy, juicy gaming news to get into this week. There's been a lot happening, you know, a bit of Gamescom, uh, a bit of stuff to do with a, a possible Nintendo, uh, new Nintendo Switch. So, yeah. buddy, let's just get jumping right on into it. <laughs> Our first story comes out of Nintendo Life and was written by Ryan Craddock. According to a new report from a Taiwanese new news. Sorry, one second. Chronicles of Craddock. All right, continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a deep cut for all, all the Chronicles of Riddick fans. Out there. <laughs> I'm not even a fan. It's, I just. No, no, I don't, I don't think there it. are any. No. I, think, I think Vin Diesel's the only one who likes that franchise. So. I know. I think I think most people are just vaguely aware of the title, so I, I just felt like that needed an insert. Yeah. <laughs> Should have stopped with Pitch Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwanese newspaper United Daily News, Nintendo could be set to launch a brand new Switch model early next year. Citing a number of hardware manufacturers involved in the production of current Switch models as its source... The newspaper notes 
that production of this new Switch console will begin as soon as Q4 2020, with a launch plan for Q1 2021. Early translations of the article suggest that the console will benefit from improved interactivity and display quality. Rumours and reports surrounding a supposed Switch Pro, a Switch revision boasting more power and improved visual output, have been circulating for some time now, with so many different sources claiming that a Switch Pro is indeed on the way at some point. The speculation... (laughs) At some point. At some point. The speculation is... At some point, is, a better piece of technology will come out. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah, Nintendo. Like, what a, what a, like, work at some point. Fucking genius take, yes. <laughs> technology will get better in the future. The, the Switch Lite was also heavily rumoured before its official reveal, of course. Still no such console has been officially confirmed by Nintendo. Uh, Bloomberg's Takashi Machizuki has corroborated the report from Taiwanese, this is an update for the article, from Taiwanese newspaper United Daily News, stating that he has confirmed the report of a new switch with people briefed on the strategy. He says that the specifications of the new machine have yet to be finalised, though the Kyoto-based company has looked into including more computing power and 4K high-definition graphics. He adds that the launch of the new system would be coupled with or followed by a slew of games from Nintendo itself and related outside studios, and that these games would address a wide range of players from casual gamers seeking small doses of escapism to more devoted fans putting in marathon gaming sessions. This focus on next uh, next year explains the relatively quiet software slate for 2020, Mochizuki's source claims. Uh, Fresh reports relating to the Switch Pro have triggered very positive reactions from analysts, with Ace Research Institute analyst Hidaki Yasuda, fucking these names are struggling, telling Bloomberg that the Switch will surpass the Wii sales even without an upgrade, and a sound hardware update plan would even allow the Switch to surpass the Nintendo DS handheld. Okay, so there's a lot there in that article. I don't know. There, there actually wasn't much well, that's when my, you think about exact, it. Yeah, exactly. There was a, I said a lot, but there wasn't much there. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a new Switch coming, and okay. people think it's going to sell a lot. I, I, <laughs> I think they need to figure out the 1080p um, technology before they move on to 4K. Like, Well, that's, <sighs> that's like listening to that too, though. I think... Like, personally, I think this is all because of developers, third-party developers, mm. not first-party, not Nintendo. No. Because if you think about it, Nintendo's characters are all cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. They're all meant to be fun and cartoony. You can't really put HD graphics on a cartoon to the point where it's like, oh, yeah. that's absolutely 4K or 8K. It's, it's where it is right now is where it needs to be when it comes to... How good does Mario look on a on a screen? Yeah. However, I think this is more for third-party because... They know that some games, like for instance Red Dead 2, can't actually go onto a Nintendo Switch right now because it's going to look shit, yeah. play like shit, and they know that. Mm. So I think that could be the reason why they're like, okay, we actually do want to get more third parties on here, yeah. so we need to do something about our console to yeah. get that happening. No, Nintendo's lane very much is arts and craft themed yeah. for a very obvious reason, and that's because of their um, graphical incapabilities. Um, like, it's so shit at the moment. Um even if you try playing Civ 6, I know I date Civ 6 a lot on this show, but Civ 6, as you were saying, is a modern game with modern graphics, um, tried to be ported successfully onto Nintendo. It fucking crashes every hour. Yeah. 
And I'm pretty sure most of those crashes is just yeah. like the hardware, like the, the console itself is going to melt if it continues playing. And I'm sure if you undock it on Civ 6 as well, and yep. you play it in handheld, you're going to notice straight away the frame rate drop, the graphical drop, yeah. the, everything just drops significantly going from your screen, which is playing at 1080, yep. down to 720 when you pick it up, going... Well, I'll just put it back now because um, it doesn't look good. 720 in handheld is generous. I'd, I'd say it's no better than standard definition from fucking wow. 20 years ago. 420. So yeah. that's. Just, I played. I, I played Ocarina of Time recently. No, I watched it was played recently, yeah. and like my god, like handheld has not come a long way since mm. then. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, Outer Worlds was uh, another one which the Switch version was just so much worse. I've heard, to, like, at the, already all the textures were way muddier, didn't look anywhere near as good, didn't run anywhere near as good. And apparently when you get towards the sort of further segments of the game where you start en- entering the more built-up areas with loads more NPCs and stuff like that, it just would, would the frame rate would just dive yeah. and it was just an absolute nightmare. And Outer so, Worlds yeah, is th- not that graphically intensive. It's yeah. pretty accessible yeah and all and, all, and as, yeah and you're absolutely right Aaron. all the nintendo's ga- uh, uh, first party games they all run really really well and they just don't need to have these kind of crazy graphics i always find this workaround mm. like that cell shaded style that That's that right. that breath of the wild Woody had and whatnot style. although yeah. how awesome would like a realistic looking zelda be like in the red yeah. dead 2 actually my brother um shout out to to matt he was talking about this the other day red dead 2 but with zelda Holy shit. Yeah. That would be mind-blowing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's just the thing is, though, you've got enemies. Oh, no, that could work. No, it would, have, yeah. it would absolutely work. It's just get rid of all the cartoony bullshit and make it look like Red Dead 2. Mm. You couldn't do that with the Mario franchise, though, because, like, King Bowser, what's he going to be? Like, oh. an actual Galapagos turtle? Tur- <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah. Or, like, the Yoshi's yeah. going to be a Velociraptor kind of thing? Like, um, they, they, they could, they just yeah. make it exactly like the Mario movie from like the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah well, I'd rather have Right down to the now. shitty Goomba henchmen. <laughs> with the tiny heads, yeah. yeah no, I'd rather just have what they have now than that. <laughs> um, no, no, bring on, bring on that You want weird Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking weird. And he had the nastier slick back hair. Actually, I think the Devil May Cry character... Um, Dante? I think Dante's brother... The, the Virgil. Virgil. I think Virgil was based <laughs> off that character, to be honest. Because he's kind of the same. No, what were they thinking with that movie? But yeah, I've, I've never I've never really heard people sitting there, like, crying out, though, for a more powerful Switch, which is the... I don't, I don't understand who this is really for. Switch, the Switch is already an expensive console. Yeah. Like, you're, it's cost nearly as much as, like, a PS4 Pro. Yeah. And for the, the power you're getting, like, you're paying, really, for the, the handheld capabilities. I, I don't see... What are, what are they going to put the price point at? Like, you got to imagine if it's going to be 4K, you're going to be looking around like, you know, five, six hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot of money to fork out for a handheld. Holy mm. shit. And only, and, and what, does that mean that the new model is, uh, is the only one that's going to be able to run these third, these certain third party games and they're going to split up their whole user base between who's got the, one of the reasons why the PS4 Pro and the uh, Xbox One X works is because you can still play all the same games across both of those consoles mm. you're not splitting a generation right in the middle so it, yeah I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen when this finally does come out because it does, it does <laughs> even though it hasn't been officially confirmed yeah we had rumors before the switch Lite was that that was all but confirmed before that came out yeah i, I feel like this is kind of inevitable it's coming in the and, and nintendo they always iterate on their consoles you know how many fucking different ds's were there like a hundred yeah it's, it's true ridiculous. They, they love their multiple versions because they they have like a lot of collectors so they also want to target that collector's market <sighs> big time 
if, if it's something like, okay, we're going to bring out the Switch Pro, it's going to be 4K and everything, and we're finally going to say goodbye to the 3DS and give you everything that the 3DS has onto the Switch, then I'm more interested because, you know, you've got your Ocarina of Time remaster on there, you've got your Majora's Mask remaster on yeah, there, and where yeah. are they on the Switch at the moment? They're not there. I, yeah, but I want a proper remaster, and they're not going to fork out a fucking um, 4K level remaster for those games anytime yeah, but soon. but they might port it, though. So mm. that might be... They mm. might be like, well, instead of exactly building yeah. it from the ground up like uh, Resident Evil did, or yeah. uh, Crash Bandicoot did, yeah. they will actually just port it over. I don't finally. understand why they don't do that, because they'll make a shit ton of money. It costs nothing for them to do in terms of development, like mm. the slightest bit of you know graphical updates here and there yeah. to, to mix with the software. It's easy money. Nintendo are fucking so stingy with they their are. properties. Yeah. They yeah. suck. They make it so hard to buy their old games. They're crazy slow. Oh, fucking um, yeah. Oh, and also, I'm still fucking waiting for DLC on Mario Party. When's that coming out? I've got fucking four mm. boards of a game. I love the game, but just give me more goddamn boards. Mm. Yeah. Like, and I think fuck. some of their older Mario Party games did have, like, a lot more boards. Oh, I yeah. Think, like, eight or nine or something had, like, Ten boards yeah. kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's the most miserly um, Mario Party to date. But the thing is, it's still quality and it's still a Mario Party game, which means I'm absolutely... If they're going to say, oh, here's a new board, give us fucking 20 bucks, I'll say, yeah, done deal. I'm having mates over tonight. You know, one thing just on this, my last thing I'll say as well is I'm thinking that this might also fall in line with uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. Because mm. you're thinking about it. This year is the 35th yeah. anniversary of Mario. Mm. Uh, next year is the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Uh, okay. And we're waiting for more information on Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. And if you look at the 35th anniversary, you'd think, okay, they'll probably try to line it up with 2021 then, so it's on the 35th yeah. anniversary. And if you have a Switch Pro, I guess that's what it's called or whatever, with better graphics and a graphical update, then you might be like, okay, I actually really do want to now go and buy Breath of the Wild because it's going to look different from the other one. Yeah. It's going to be amazing on the new Switch, and that's what they want. You know, that's where your revenue comes in. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm so curious. And, and, it, and, it did, yeah, and it did mention in the article here that that's why it's been such a, a slow year for releases as far as Nintendo properties are concerned. What do we really have? Just Animal Crossing, Paper Mario. Yeah. That's really it. There's not, not really anything else... Really worth mentioning, I guess, as far as their their own yeah. first party release. I mean, we can't be too hard on them. It's been a tough year for everyone. No, so no, no, but probably dude, that. Dude, has this, like to releases do with this it. year weren't affected by coronavirus. No, no, exactly, last exactly. Year. That's all backlog. I think, stuff. I, I think, yeah. if anything, coronavirus probably did affect the release of the because there were rumors about this console before, but it was sort of pretty unfounded at that point. So I didn't really bother bringing it up until <laughs> until now. Knowing Nintendo, um, I reckon so it was, they... was rumored it was meant to come out this year. And it was delayed till next year. Oh. So, and and it's very normal for them to delay games as well too to have them to release with a new console. Like Zelda was meant to come out on the Wii U, and then they fucking held that shit out until they released the Switch. And it was a great idea for them. They fucking sold more copies of Breath of the Wild than they did Switches. So at knowing the start. knowing Nintendo, they're probably taking full advantage of the fact that there's a global pandemic out at the moment and they're waiting for as many people to buy the current version of the switch as possible and then they'll release the pro version so then people will double up on their purchases oh dude i think it's fueled by zelda i honestly think it is like if they brought out zelda now they're going to struggle next year to sell a 4k 
uh, Switch version yeah. because what are you going to play it on? Like, yeah. You know, if you have a massive title that everyone is thirsty for, <laughs> to, well, they are. There are, yeah. Yeah. There are massive fans out there that are thirsty for Zelda 2. All, all those fish people. Oh. Dude, have you seen in Breath of the Wild? Have you seen in Breath of the Wild? They just literally have like a fish, a fish animal as the head and then a human body. It's so fucking dude, weird. Dude, bloody Zelda fans are many and they're fucking ruthless. Yeah. Bloody Jim Sterling gave Breath of the Wild a 7 out of 10. Uh, when, uh, when he used to work for Destructoid. Oh no, that was on his own show. Uh, yes, and, yes, the and, illustrious Jim Sterling. And, and, and he, and he, uh, we've but, all heard of Jim Sterling. Anyway, people out there may, may, uh, may, may know Have him. they? Is this actually a person that, that yes. I should know? Uh, anyway, uh, basically, uh, uh, he met, apparently he dropped the Metacritic score by like 0.1% or by 1% or something like that. So he got fucking DDoS. They attacked his website and shit and got that shit taken down. Wow. Zelda fans are ruthless. Because he gave it a 7 out of 10. Like, it's a good score. It's not even, like, a bad score. Yeah, that's kind of, like, sociopathic, though. I I know you've got a lot of listeners, and I know that uh, there's probably a lot of Zelda fans out there, but I'll say this. I played every console version of Zelda, and I played two of the handhelds. I can easily say that Breath of the Wild is... A great game in its sense, but it is a bad Zelda game. Oh, the reason oh, why? Oh, I, oh. No, no. Let me. Let me just. Oh God, we're gonna get dust. Oh my God! Oh my God! Before guys, oh my God! Twitter account's already down. I haven't yeah. released oh, the episode. Yet, exactly. So oh my God! Shit! I know this could be my last episode. My bank account. <laughs> my bank account has been drained. What the fuck? Oh my God! I know that I'm gonna be walking out of here with like red laser sights on my chest. Oh, you're done for, man. You're done for. But just quickly on that though, like. Playing all the Zelda games, dungeons, music, storyline, uh, all of that makes a Zelda game. Like, it's all perfect in almost every iteration of Zelda. It's all fun, it's all great. Yeah. Breath of the Wild took all of that away. No music, just ambient sounds of the wild. Yeah. Uh, no big dungeons, we got 120 tiny ones. Uh, and, uh, and, and the music, yeah, it's just... And the storyline itself is like... Oh, Link wakes up a hundred years after something's happened, and he's gonna go help Zelda, who's been fighting Ganon for a hundred years in a castle. Yeah. But that's when you want to do that too, Link. Like, don't rush. Mm. It just it doesn't feel glad, like a Zelda game. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I've I've only played Zelda. Uh, all right, Zelda. I I am gonna play through this game because there's absolutely nothing else to play. But this is one of the reasons why I only played a couple of hours of Breath of the Wild, and I found it. Very jarring, because I was expecting a proper Zelda game. I was expecting, like, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. But, yeah, they completely dropped their dungeon thing. And I I don't know. I I agree with you. I found that their their um, future dungeons were very kind of bland and all sort of seemed the same. And I liked the, the old model. So, like, I will still play through this game and figure out what it is everyone likes about it. Because I don't think you have too much in terms of options. It's either this or that yeah. fucking, is it wrong to pick up? pick up girls in a dungeon it's i like you know one is clearly the superior title so i think i'm gonna have to uh, um give it a go but yeah just take the legend of zelda out of the name and you've got a perfect open world game like that's what i'm saying here yeah like take out the legend of zelda and it just call it breath of the wild it's not associated to zelda link any of that you have a masterpiece on nintendo switch but when you have zelda that carries like i said the music the gameplay, the weaponry, the, the you know the the items you pick up in dungeons. When you have that for like the last thirty years, and gamers love that about Zelda, and you strip that out of it completely and make a gorgeous open world, 
I can understand a 7 out of 10 then kind of thing. Like, I really can. I, I think it's unfair to give it a 7 out of 10 because what you're saying is it's a it's a branding issue. So it's very off-brand with what they decided yes. to do, but they still pumped out a 10 out of 10 game objectively. I haven't played it, so I'm not going to say completely. But, like, yeah, to give it a 7 out of 10 just what? because you disagree with brand choices. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, dust the cunt. No, I'm kidding, don't do that. It's unethical. <laughs> just, like I said, if, stop, if stop you... dossing people because you disagree with their opinions, and if you're going to do that, fucking doss people that matter. Like, why are you going after these random-ass critics of video games? Shit. Yeah. Do anyway. something more important with your time. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, new Nintendo Switch coming. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be prepared if a uh, fucking poor poor people out there if you bought a Nintendo Switch this year thinking that there's not going to be a new one anytime soon. I'm I'm not a fan of their really short sort of release windows from when they they bring up these new consoles. I think it can yeah. potentially fuck people over. You got to get Animal Crossing. You got to get a Switch. It's Animal Crossing. Mm. And the next year it's Animal Crossing 2 only available on Pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gamescom was a thing. That happened, and it's still happening. Actually, it's we're recording this on a Sunday, and there's it's it's going to keep on going for another for another day. So, what is this Gamescom thing? It's a it's a this event where people talk about games, and that's about what is it is as far as what it is. <laughs> and this year, instead of all of them being in a big old room, it was uh, like you know a streaming thing. That's what they're all doing these days. But uh, I just picked out a few of the different things that stood out to me. Uh, that that I enjoyed from the Gamescom event, and uh, the first thing was we got some new Ratchet and Clank. Oh, here we go again. Oh yes, Ratchet and Clank. I'm sitting here with two people I know are definitely not going to be playing this. Well, we're just both rolling our eyes. We're just like, oh yeah, more fucking Sony <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I give you credit. Oh, I'm so excited. Credit where credit's due. No, no, you can be excited about your properties. I, I am so pumped for a new Ratchet and Clank. I gotta say, it's probably the one I'm the like because I don't think Horizon Zero Dawn's probably going to be coming for another couple of years. I'd have to say Ratchet and Clank's probably the one I'm most excited for on the horizon as far as. PlayStation exclusives go. Not Miles Morales? No. Uh, look, I, I'm pumped for that. I really did enjoy Spider-Man. It was an awesome game, but this the new one's not going to be a full Spider-Man game. It's going to be more like a... Expansion. It, sort of. It'll be kind of like a Uncharted Lost Legacy. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that title. Mm. It was sort of just like a smaller version of uncharted it was like 12 hours as opposed to yeah. 20 or whatever so kind of so, like an ex- yeah so an expansion it's it, it is Straight but it's, it, yeah it's it's weird they're not calling it they don't call it an expansion it's not like it, it's, you're going to be in some different areas I, I don't know it's it's a it's a weird way they're trying to market it apparently miles morales will have his full arc in there and all that sort of stuff but yeah, I don't know. Whenever they do these sort of titles, it's not they don't really iterate enough on the gameplay and stuff like that. They don't yeah. change enough of it for it to feel like you're getting that much of a near experience. It's more like, yeah, I'm going to be getting more Spider-Man. I'm, look, I'm making a lot of assumptions here. We don't know a lot I mean, about isn't the that, Spider-Man. Isn't that the point. pure definition of an expansion, though? Just getting more yeah, of that game. Like, yeah. But look, they're maybe not... it doesn't sell as much as <laughs> DLC. They're not, they're, not, they're not calling it that. DLC, you can do way less effort and charge, you know, up to ten to fifteen bucks per instance. Whereas expansions, you got to pay minimum fifty bucks. So maybe it's something to do with that. Well, yeah, well, well, we, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it is going to be. It's not going to be a full price game. It, it yeah. will be Uncharted was like slightly less. I think it was like seventy bucks on release as opposed to a yeah. hundred that we get charged here in Australia. Or you know, if you go 
Oh, yeah, some cheaper prices as well, too. So, anyway, Ratchet & Clank. If you want to check out some Ratchet & Clank, it's a, it's a great watch. It's like a... A lot of it is the stuff from the uh, PS5 event, which happened a couple of months ago. Uh, I believe the week after you were on the show last time, Aaron. Yeah. And, uh, you, but you see a little bit more. You get to see a little bit of look at Dr. Nefarious, who's one of the sort of... <laughs> Favored. Yeah, it's it's all ridiculous. It's it's, it's so inspired. Oh, dude, the whole it's it's, it's, like, it's, it's intentionally it's that way. Evil name, Doctor Evil. It's straight up Doctor Evil. It's uh, it's intentional. Yeah, it's yeah. totally intentional. Like it's all tongue in cheek. The game's I love it. ridiculous. I, lo- I love it. It's Austin Powers humor. Four syllable yeah. villain name. You, yeah. got, you, got, you got to see a bit yeah. more of the, uh, the the Rift uh, gameplay. I guess you could call it. But yeah. it, basically, the Dimension Rift. Hobby. Yeah, the, the, the way it sort of works is more just, uh, you, you, it, it works like the slingshot, if anyone's familiar with the old Ratchet and Clank games. It's just getting you from point A to point B. You, you checked this one like out as car. well, uh, did you? Yeah I, yeah, I did, I did. And um, just on that too, like, uh, I, I don't own a PlayStation, I never have. Um, but I can tell you now, wow. this was impressive. Like, uh, mm. I, I've got one con and one pro to say about that game. Um, and that's just purely from a fanboy's perspective of video games in general and, you know, working in the industry and what I see there. Uh, so the pro I'll start with, and the thing I love about what I saw with Ratchet & Clank is uh, the the graphics look exciting. Even though, yes, mm. it's cartoonish, mm. uh, I saw sparks, I saw a box get destroyed and literally like a thousand pieces of wood just shatter kind of thing and into the screen at once kind of thing. Mm. Like, that takes a lot of graphical power to actually harness something like that. You can tell they're taking full advantage of the hardware that it's built on. Mm. And I remember when I first saw Killer Instinct uh, back in 2014 when they redid that and they showed that off, it was the same deal. You saw... Uh, then fight Fulgore, which is a robot, and sparks fly, and the fl- and the sparks are falling down to the ground and bouncing on the ground in a mm. fighter game. Like uh, Ratchet and Clank had the same feel, mm. and I love the look of that. I'm like, graphically, this looks fantastic. Mm. The con that I'll say about it though is it looks super hectic, like mm. hectic to the point where. Uh, everything's happening all at once. It's so quick. There's things coming at you from different angles. I saw rockets flying by. I saw people coming at you, creatures coming at you in different angles. You're jumping around pretty frantically. Uh, Like you said, the rift mechanic, you're going between different worlds. Literally within two seconds, you're in a whole new world and you're like, what the hell did I just do in that last one again? Like it it Uh, looks like it's full on in regards, like a Sonic the Hedgehog almost kind of thing. You are speeding through this. It's like that third, that third Star Wars movie where like just every, everything's going on and you just can't like and nothing else yeah. you, you just go from one world to the other and like forget about everything that happened before you this is what yeah. you focus but on but saying yeah. that too it's a matter yeah. of perspective right some yeah. people absolutely no, that's fun. enjoy that that sounds yeah. fucking like, amazing yeah yeah, yeah. like dude the way you're saying that you kind of like had this negative inflection like that's not your cup of tea but i can i could i was just thinking about like a marketing team saying exactly what you said but in a positive inflection <laughs> and it's absolutely killing yeah. Actually, like yeah. everything's going on on the map you're seeing rockets flying over <laughs> your head yeah. you're seeing all this crazy shit going on you're jumping from worlds to worlds you can't even take a fucking breath in this game <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know what absolutely mate. Yeah. there are a demographic of people out there that would absolutely get their jollies off to something yeah. like that yeah 
sure, and I applaud it. Yeah. I think I'm into it's this. Just, uh, I, I think I'm down for this. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell they're really uh, what they're doing with that power is like because it, it's classic Ratchet and Clank gameplay. You can see all the the framework there, but mm-hmm. they're they're really just way more particles, enemies on screen, NPCs, mm-hmm. things happening, just to make the world feel more realized and whatnot. And but look, all we've seen right now is that first level, and I remember back to when the the PS3 had its launch. There was a Ratchet and Clank launch game for that as well too mm. and the first level and that was hectic you're riding grind rails and they're falling apart and shit and all kinds of stuff is going on yeah. but then the rest of the game it seems like they're like okay we can't keep that up for a whole game so <laughs> the rest of it is pretty standard ratchet and clank so i've kind of got a, a bit of a, a feeling that we're going to get the same or, or a similar thing to happen here we'll have to wait and see i guess but if they can sort of keep up that that energy and consistency throughout like all or most of the title then yeah, we're gonna have a fucking epic Ratchet and Clank game. That's for sure. But it, it would have to be shorter though. Like they are generally not cool. the longest of games. Like usually Ratchet and Clank will only take you like maybe like eight hours or something like that. Yeah, maybe like ten if you're collecting everything. The 2016 one was pretty, like quite short. <laughs> it sounds yeah. to me like it, it is like a trip kind of thing. Like you know, it's <laughs> you, yeah. you you get on a trip and the trip lasts eight hours kind of thing, and you calm down after that. Like you have eight hours of pure euphoria, you know, euphoria. Yes, yeah, like it's like MGMA. Yeah. It's 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 <laughs> MGMA. Yeah, yeah, don't condone yeah. that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just saying it's here's like your, here's your alternative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're scared of drugs or you're a parent that's concerned about your kid taking MDMA, this is a this is a safe um, regulated alternative. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Don't do drugs, do ratchet and clank. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a drug. Do ratchet or do cl- do clank sounds like do crank. So, you know, it's kind of there. <laughs> do crank. Do- <laughs> You're some crank. <laughs> we do not condone we do not condone oh, drugs in this God. show at all. Kids, kids don't do crank instead. <laughs> Check out the new trailer do, for the Lego instead, Skywalker saga. <laughs> no, don't do tra- don't do crank. Instead, do clank. Coming to <laughs> coming to PS Five and se- Xbox Series X. Uh, look, I've, I'm not into the Lego games, but the, the oh reason, yeah, no, fucking move on. No, look, look. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on. People who like Star Wars, like the Star Wars Lego games, people raved about the Force Awakens Lego game. I'm not kidding you. I'm not fucking kidding uh, I, you. I just don't care, though. I've seen, I saw the Lego movie didn't quite get the appeal. It's just not for me. It's all lighthearted comedy, isn't it? Like, that's what these games are based upon, really. It's just about yeah. making you smile with... You know, if, if you look at Star Wars and go, I wonder what this would be like if it was more childish and kind of, like, quirky and funny mm. the whole way through instead of, like, what we have. Yeah. And then you've got the Lego games. Yeah. Like, that's what they are. And Up next is The Sims 4 DLC. <laughs> <laughs> the Star Wars themed. Hey, yeah, yeah. No, I, did, I didn't put that in the, uh, in the in the dock, but yeah. There's Star Wars everywhere, apparently. Star Wars <laughs> in The Sims. I, who, yeah. who asked for Star Wars in The Sims? Uh, Disney did. Disney oh. asked for their... their what was it? Three billion dollar yeah. franchise that they paid for. Oh, they wanted it in fucking everything. They got to make that money back. Yeah, their open checks kind of let them yeah. put them in anywhere. Yeah. Just, just back to that Lego one though. Um, and I'm saying Lego because I'm a South Aussie. <laughs> Say Lego instead of Lego. Yeah, <laughs> it's very French. It's a French accent know, that you're like inserting. Oh, Lego. Lego. The Lego. Classy. Uh, when I was a kid, right, and you play with Lego. Uh, you, it's all about you making the stories in your head, right? Like, yeah. you put the worlds, you create the worlds, and you get the little characters, and you play with them when you're a kid, and you make the scenarios, you make the stories, you 
put dialogue in if you wanted kind of thing. That was the fun of yeah. Lego when you were a kid, right? Having that fun and doing that thing. It sounds to me like these games, though, take that off your hands kind of thing. It's like, well, instead of, you know, the imagination that you have in your head around what these characters would look like and play like and talk like and everything, here it all is, so you don't yeah. have to imagine anything. Yeah, forget about your creativity, which is the whole fucking point of your franchise. Yeah. Yep. We're going to tell you how to think from now on. We're not even yeah. going to let you build it. It's already it's, built. Yeah. It's <laughs> legit just a cynical way to profit off IPs. Like, they know if they make a Lego game... And they smack either Star Wars on there or Marvel superheroes or fucking whatever. Some parent's going to buy it for their screaming child to get them to shut the fuck up. And look, (laughs) some people do enjoy those (laughs) games. Kids do enjoy it. I find they're an easy recommendation when I'm at work to to just be like, yeah, just any Lego game. The kids will like it. Whatever. Yeah, the mum comes Uh, in. My stupid kid needs a game. Yeah, my stupid kid (laughs) shut the fuck up. He has no The kid's like like, on her arm. (laughs) Yeah, the kid's on her arm. Yeah, my kid is so fucking stupid. Can't think for themselves. I do not think they're going to... They're not going to write a good song or something. They're not going to grow up in that side of things. they're going to go into business. They're, they're going to go into business like the rest of us uncreative fucks. You can't build shit, so I've already built <laughs> Yeah, we tried to get them one of those assemble your own thing, your own kits, and it had a picture of the thing that they were meant to make on the box. They they couldn't do it. You couldn't even unpack it out of the box. So what can we do here? There you go, Pip. So if you've got an unimaginative child who won't shut the fuck up, you're going to have to wait till spring or autumn, our time, 2021, before you can get them the lego skywalker saga have you ever come across any parent i know that's a hyper a hyper cartoonized parent but hopefully you've come across at least one like that Uh, no i've definitely had parents say that their kids are brats because they're obviously kids are being brats but i don't think it's like they actually hate their children or anything like that i fucking hope that (laughs) see this is why i shouldn't be a parent because like i'm gonna say that shit so you're saying that like a lego title would be like discipline for a kid then it's like you bit of shit here's a lego title (laughs) (laughs) i'm not giving this to you because i'm trying to reward you i'm just burnt out on you (laughs) i don't have the energy to deal with you this is a reflection of your intellect it's lego this is a, this is not a reflection of my love giving you this thing. This is a reflection of my exhaustion <laughs> having down. to deal with you. <laughs> Be your parents. <laughs> we saw some stuff. <laughs> Adam, we saw... a <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Leo Skywalker saga. You don't even have to imagine it. It's already written for you. <laughs> You're getting the demon that's been resting in me for the last 20 years. <laughs> oh, starting to try to leave the body. <laughs> you try every podcast to let that demon out. I listen to your podcast. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. I'm going to need a moment. <laughs> oh my god. That's so fucking funny. Let's give him a moment, eh? Let's just keep chatting. Dragon Age 4. <laughs> 
was a game that was shown at Gamescom. The developers from Bioware had a, had a bit of a chat about the things and whatnot in it. I'll be real. I didn't watch this one. I put it in there because I know people care about Dragon Age, but I, I don't give a fuck about listening to the developers. <laughs> look, uh, look, I, I, developers are great. Fantastic. They, they do what we love. They make great games. But whenever you watch these developer videos, it's always this fucking corporate faff that they've fucking rehearsed a thousand times. They get up there and go, we wanted to make the game combat feel real and immersive. And blah. Oh, Man, I've heard real and immersive so many oh, fucking yeah. times. <laughs> I don't know what the words mean anymore. Yeah, The only ones that don't use that is Nintendo. Uh, when they're creating yeah. like a Mario game, it's definitely not real or immersive. It's always just fun or yeah. happy or fucking buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Where's your wallet? <laughs> so, but look, Dragon Age 4 is a... Is a game that I'm I'm not excited for, even in the slightest. I did not like Dragon Age Inquisition. I that, I thought that game was average as fuck. I think its success was based down to that there was almost nothing to play on the PS4 at launch. It's got Bioware in the, the and, and developer. Exactly, Bioware in the title. Apparently the, the development cycle for it was an absolute shit show and just somehow they pulled together at the end and mm. made something that people still managed to enjoy. But the last couple of games coming out of Bioware, we, we had uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I think everyone remembers what happened there. And then they backed that up with Anthem. Which, fucking hell, I know, at least... $4 at JB Hi-Fi yeah, now, if you want to buy yeah, it. Yeah, it is, it, like, <laughs> God, when, when's Anthem next coming, guys? Are you still uh, working on that, for fuck's sake? Like, yeah. yeah, the only Dragon Age uh, game that I liked was the very first one, and I don't know why, but they seem to be just absolutely opposed to that type of gameplay mm. style. I really... Fucking give it over to Larian Studios so they can um do the do the franchise right. You know, just uh, like I did watch this one um, with Gamecom, and you are right, Zach. It is just the same generic thing you hear from developers when they get a mic in front of them, kind of thing. Mm. And the thing was, there was no gameplay at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing to yep, show. Nothing. Yep. Oh, it was, it was so boring. Yeah. It was nothing. It was yep. just the developers talking about how excited they are to bring their skills into another game. And that was literally it. So you could tune out this one completely because if you've like seen any interview with developers, yeah. you've heard this all before. Yeah. For the last 20 years, yeah. there was nothing at all that changed in, in what they were saying. Yeah. Like, if you can back it up with uh, gameplay and actually show what you're talking about, so yeah. this is the immersive world that we've got, and yeah. you know, this is how we built this and what you can see, all right, now I'm interested. But yeah. when it's literally just a bunch of developers saying, we're working really hard, I don't care. Like, that's great. You still yeah. want my money, right? So I want to see something for it. No, mm. and also, here's a cinematic that some other studio developed. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we, got, yeah. We, we paid a lot of money to a, a third-party yeah. CGI company to fucking make for us. Exactly. People don't buy games for cinematics anymore. That was a big deal, like, when Blizzard did it for, like, um, Warcraft 2 and 3, uh almost 20 years ago at this point yeah. it's not a big deal it's not a big deal anymore yeah now. well there was a reason why they had to do it back then because the games if you try to show someone like an epic battle in Warcraft <laughs> 2 or 3 yeah. on a TV screen they're just going well this looks just fucking shit nah but like back then that was fucking mind blowing so even the in game graphics for that time oh, was a huge yeah. step oh, forward oh yeah but I mean but, yeah, like comparatively right. yeah. to like this CGI trailer where you have this crazy like yeah. you see actual combat whereas in the, the combat amounts to just this one animation of them whacking yeah. a stick yeah. or fucking yeah and water. you know what 
like that. That's not. That's so common, Zach. And yeah, it really yeah. is. Like I, I'm probably gonna get shot for this one too, and not be back on the show. But <laughs> another <laughs> another example of this, dude. Is... It's the Lego one. That's no, going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's... the Lego one. Yeah, it, yeah, it's gonna sneak in there. Like we, it turns out, we have a really passionate Lego following <laughs> that also have really They're strong dosing skills. With their Lego swords. They have amazing hacking skills. It's this strange cross section with their Lego Glock. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously. Like, um, th- this happens all the time. Look at, look at, uh, what is it? League of Legends. If you've actually watched the cinematics for League of Legends, which I did, I watched all the, I watched a lot of cinematics. I have a friend who loves it. Yeah. Um, I thought, holy crap, this game is going to be fantastic. Based upon the cinematics, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is mind blowing. I can't wait to see the immersive open world. Oh, there we go. I'm using developer. <laughs> yeah. immersive, immersive open world. Open world. Action uh, RPG. Really makes yeah. you feel like Batman. Yeah, you're really in it. <laughs> but that, that, and then I saw the gameplay for League of Legends. And I'm like, right, so this is Dota? Is yeah. that what this is? Yeah, like, it's, it's Dota. Yeah. So why do we have these humongous cinematics for something that is completely, <laughs> completely different to what the actual gameplay yeah. is? Like, it's, it's... To the point where it's like, uh, okay, this yeah. is clearly a different company developing all of these uh, videos because the gameplay is ridiculous yeah. like compared to the videos anyway. Yeah. It's and I think you answered your own question with that question there. Like, it's literally because you looked at the gameplay and said, oh, that's Dota. <laughs> they, yeah. and they, they do not want that to happen. They don't want that to happen at yeah. all. I guess what they're trying to do is give you a sense of the theme of the scale behind it. So you're yeah. having this epic battle between these people. It's going to obviously show you first-person perspectives because that's the cinematic experience. That's how you get really pumped. But try and actually apply that third-party overhead strategy into a first-person perspective. It's really fucking hard. I think... Um, What's that game that Blizzard did um, that was popular for a while but isn't anymore? Uh, With the guns? Overwatch? Overwatch, that's it. See? See? He knew, he knew, Aaron knew exactly what I was talking about. It was popular once, it isn't anymore. Overwatch. That's all you needed. The thing is, though, you shouldn't have to rely on uh, cinematics and this amazing, you know, story, visuals and everything to make the game feel that way. Like, it should be in the game itself. Like, StarCraft's a good example, right? You play StarCraft... And then it cuts to the cinematic, and you relate to everything. You're like, oh yeah, that does look like the world of Tessonis, and that does look like a, a you know, a, a Hydralisk in there attacking this base kind of thing, because I just did that in the game. But Dota 2 looking graphics and start gameplay compared to the over the top anime insane cut like visuals, they don't pair up at all. Like, mm. anyway. I don't know. I think that's well just a cult. I, I reckon that's probably a bit of a cultural difference as well, because, um, uh, it, it it targets like the West is important, but not nearly as important as Asian markets. So mm. they're going for whatever um, Asian markets gets the most appeal and excitement out of. So probably we're probably not the best people to be to be talking about it because they really don't give a fuck what the West thinks. Anyway, don't bother watching the Gamescom uh, developer uh, review of Dragon Age because you get nothing out of it. Oh, absolutely agreed. I, I saw that. In, uh, yeah, I can't stand it when they give you nothing. Alrighty, and I'll just quickly list off the rest of the stuff there was that that was in Gamescom. We had Sea of Thieves is getting doggos. Fall Guys Season 2. We got a little bit of a sneak peek at that one. It's going to be medieval themed. We're going to be getting new courses and whatnot. Fuck yeah, I'm pumped. I fucking love that game. We're getting more Doom Eternal with the Ancient Gods Part 1 expansion coming the 20th of October. And look, that just looks like more Doom. There's going to be more enemies, new areas, more Doom. Fuck yeah. And finally, the last one that stood out to me was Little Nightmares 2. 
Uh, it looks like more little nightmares, but now you have a little partner following you around, an AI partner helping you solve dem puzzles. That's supposed to be coming out sometime in 2020. I've got a weird feeling it's probably going to get delayed, but I, I have no evidence or anything to back that up. That's just my feeling in my heart. Yeah, that one was also just cinematic. We saw absolutely nothing to do with the gameplay itself. So, you, yeah. Again. Little Nightmares 2? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, I was going to thinking... say, you did, definitely didn't watch it. Oh, it was no, all gameplay. Sorry, I think, <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Unknown 9, I think was the, the title. Really weird one. All oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you guys, you didn't even notice it. You glazed right over Unknown 9. It was about a a girl in, in, I think, maybe Pakistan or Indian streets getting um, getting bullied, and she was about to get hit by another kid with a stick, and then she goes into this alternate Stranger Things-esque dimension. Holy shit. All right, well, I'm going to go back and have a look at that one. That sounds sounds fucking fascinating. Yeah, it was an interesting cinematic, but absolutely zero gameplay. So I I was like, ah, this is cool to watch just independently, but (laughs) I still still have no idea what to expect from the fucking game. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking MOBA. (laughs) That's what it's going to be. Well, what am am I going to do? Am I going to be fighting little kids with sticks in the game? Uh, Because I'm kind of not into that. It's a cinematic for a MOBA, bro. That's all it is. Or it's going to be a a hero-based shoot or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, quick stories. Fall Guys is the most downloaded PS Plus game of all motherfucking time. I'm not surprised, but oh god, I am happy. Like, you know, free game, so like it makes sense that people would want to download it, but to, yeah, be such a brand new game like this and to be the most downloaded PS Plus game of all time. Mm. Oh, that's so fucking exciting. I love this game so much. I've been talking a lot about Fall Guys, so... I'll leave, I'll leave that one there. People are probably sick of me talking about it at this point. Uh, customers in Australia have received early copies of Marvel's Avengers through Amazon. Some co- copies have gone out almost a week before release. Oh. So, look, if anyone's looking to play Marvel's Avengers before it comes out this Friday, September 4th, uh, you can either pre-order the ridiculously expensive versions or you can just fucking order it through Amazon and possibly get it early and people have already like got their copies now oh yeah but can they play it because most cds are just cds and you have to download a big oh actually i didn't think it well they will they will be able to i dare say at the very least like once the the pre-ordered deluxe editions or whatever go live but the only reason why i think you they may not be able to there is uh not nothing to do with the patch that this is technically a live service game you're going to be connected to the internet to play it so if their servers aren't up yeah. then you're not going to be able to play. Yeah. So that maybe you won't be able to play. I dare say at least from a few days out you will because, yeah, those uh, those you know deluxe editions or whatever, uh, they, they, they got early access anyway. Well, that game's going to be like a fucking, fucking 100 gigabytes. So if you're getting a Dude. CD, it, like, you're still going to have to download it yeah. through, through have, something. Have you guys played the demo for that? I, I did, and look, no. the, I, had, I had a bit of fun with the combat. It was nowhere near as, as tight as, as other like Arkham games or God of War or anything like that. Mm. Uh, and and uh, I've got this weird feeling that it's going to suffer from its live service elements that they've, they've decided to put in there because it feels like the single player story isn't quite as tight as it could be because they've got all this other shit they've put in there. And the same with all that other shit, all that co-op missions, it just felt like not, I don't know, it kind of felt like Anthem, but with superheroes. You were just sort of going through this open map and going from point to point. I couldn't even tell what was happening. There was dialogue, I think, but I couldn't tell what was happening. So I'm super tepid on this one. It seems like this game's going to be this just this big fucking corporate wank 
You know, like apparently <laughs> you can like there's certain skins you can get from just from buying Doritos. I don't know, something ridiculous. There's all this weird marketing shit everywhere. There's Ah, uh, that reminds me of Ghostbusters, <sighs> the the remake that everyone hated. And they're always going on about fucking what was it? It wasn't Doritos, it was Pringles. <sighs> and like, yeah, it, it that reeked of a fucking corporate nightmare, that oh, movie. So I, yeah. I totally hear what you're saying just quickly on that though, because uh, I love games like Arkham, uh, the Batman series. Yeah. I love so good. Yeah, I love the Assassin's Creed games where you can like counterattack. Hmm. Uh, like there yeah. is a little bit of strategy when it comes to actually fighting. It's not just Mash X um, yeah. or Triangle. But that's exactly what this game felt like. I played the demo and I'm like, I really hope that I have counterattacks. I really hope I have blocks. I really hope that, you know, it's one-on-one with enemies kind of thing. It was literally a smash fest. It's just get in there, bash, move on to the next area, bash, get on to the next, bash. Like, there's no... Kind of like Dynasty Warriors type gameplay. almost. Like, Dynasty Warriors, yes, I get that. But Dynasty Warriors was a little bit more flimsy. Like, you can slash an enemy and they'll go flying kind of thing. Yeah. This is more like, they won't go flying. They do actually have a health bar, but one hit, two hit, three hit down. Yeah. Like, and it's not even hard to drop that health bar. It is just a quick smash and move on kind of thing. There's no fluid combat. There's no strategy in the combat. And unfortunately, that's what let it down. I'm so glad I played the demo because now I'm not buying the game. Yeah. Kind of thing due to that. Yeah. It's it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. You know, like in 2008, there was so many games like this. Yeah. You had like the Incredible Hulk game, which yeah. exactly was that. Like yeah. run, smash, move on. Uh, you had the Iron Man games that came out at that time as well, which was fly, shoot, move on. Yeah. Like, there was no combat mechanics. And you, this is it in 2020, same thing. You know what? I'm probably not going to buy it as well, but for different reasons. It's because I find Square Enix does its best Final Fantasy games when their company is on the brink of going of going to solve. <laughs> like their first Final Fantasy yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> like they really, like they need the fire under them in order to pump out a good Final Fantasy. So... Oh. Dude, <laughs> I'm sure this game's going to do incredibly well. It's got the Avengers in it, and they fucking know that. So that's why yeah. I feel like they're just yeah. they're, they're like, yeah, let's just pump it with all these fucking like they, you know they've already got like the battle pass so you, it, to encourage you to come back and every day to unlock new skins with the grind and stuff mm. like that. They've got the rotating store and shit like that. The PS exclusive. Uh, oh fuck it! Literally, they they've ticked off all the all the corporate wank boxes that you could you could possibly do <laughs> yeah. bar bar loot boxes I think I think that's the only thing they haven't done that sort of would cause some bad faith they, like, they said it's going to be all free updates but we're already seeing like it's it's yeah it's going to be just monetizing the fuck out of all these bloody skins yeah. well I mean yeah it's it's a Disney franchise I mean, pretty much entirely designed to be monetized. Yeah. I uh, I feel kind of a little bit up in the air about what I think they're about to announce as well because they actually uh, put up a post today, I think it was, or yesterday, saying that they have a big announcement for Marvel's um, Avengers that is coming out, and I really think it's got to do with Black Panther. And, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, so, that's really sad. So it's it's up in the air with how I feel about that because yes, I understand that people love Black Panther and they want to play as Black Panther and pay homage to it. But I just hope to God that Square Enix are not focusing on the coin that they're going to make out of putting that in there based upon a tragedy. They're going to profit from the tragedy. No, yeah, they will. And uh, like, I hope that that's not their... I mean, I'm, I'm sure if you ask them, they're going to say no. But they'll I just hope say that's, they, I they'll hope just that's say not the aim of this. It's yeah. like, oh, quick, we something bad's happened. We can we can absolutely cash in on this and everyone's going to love it. Like, oh god, oh, dude, that, gives, I, okay, know, that gives me a dirty feeling. I hope that I really hope that. that doesn't happen. 
Oh, damn. Fucking R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> That's like some alternate universe. Fucking the corporations have taken over the whole world. Show your your respect for Chadwick Boseman by buying his skin in Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> oh. oh. That's no, look, fucked. Look, we don't know this is going to happen. Let's, let's, no, sh- no. You give it for let's, free let's, as well. Yeah, you don't make people pay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, release well, it for free. That's out what you do. Unless, unless they, they charge and they give all the proceeds to like cancer foundations and stuff yep. like that, which, which lots of places have done before i don't know the xbox games with gold for this month we have the division which will be out from uh, september 1 to the 30th of september on xbox one the book of unwritten tales 2 september 16th to october 15th on xbox one (laughs) hang on it's a book of unwritten tales that are in a book which means it has to have been written maybe it's all illustrations maybe not completed stories then so it's not un- it's unwritten because it's not completed. Oh, maybe it's because it hasn't been published. Like it's unwritten on in the sense that it doesn't have a proper copyright and maybe everything. The, all the all the yeah. IP behind it. Maybe the book is digital and it's like just comes up with like you know lights and stuff instead of actual like written words. <laughs> De Blob Two, <laughs> Stargate, or something. De Blob Two coming to Xbox One September first uh, to September fifteenth is one of the games with gold and armed and dangerous. Uh, September sixteenth to six, uh, September thirtieth will be available mm-hmm. uh, for Xbox One. Do you think you'll be uh, picking up any of these games with gold, Aaron? Okay, so... Seeing as they're free, yeah. hopefully one of them maybe. <laughs> <laughs> one of them um, tickles your fancy. You've yeah. you got to get the Book of Unwritten Tales too, just to find out what the fuck it is. Yeah, if it is actually just fucking redundant title, <laughs> or, or if there is, like, some cool thing about it's it. It's a visual oh, novel. Just sure. stop yeah. games with gold. Like, I, I, I'm an Xbox fan. Okay. I absolutely love Xbox. Yeah. Uh, Lucky knows that very well. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you now that it needs to stop. Like, games with gold is now <laughs> becoming an insult. Like... When they started, when they started with this, you got like Halo Three, you got Gears of War. They wanted to make you feel like, oh my god, this subscription is absolutely worth it. I'm getting some quality stuff out of this for free. This is amazing. Yeah. But the last year has just been like B grade, less than B grade shit that they're just trying to shovel off because they want you to go, okay, if I really want something good and I'm paying a subscription for it, I have to get Game Pass, yeah. because that's where all the good stuff is. Mm. And Games With Gold is just proving that. It's yeah. like, well, here's proof that, you know, if you want good stuff, don't cut, don't get Games With Gold. Get Game Pass. Well, dude, I, I, I literally mm. just had to double-check and make sure that I actually re- it was actually The Division for the first one that I read out, because, you know, The Division 2 has been out for a long time now, yeah. and you can get quite cheap as well, too. I've seen it for, like, 20 bucks or less. Mm. On the PlayStation Store, I'm pretty sure it was a PS Plus game at one point, actually. And they're they're putting the Division One as a Games with Gold. That is fucking hot garbage. Yeah, that like came that. out in 2016 or oh. in 2020 now. But I you, will. You can pick it up for like five bucks these days. Yeah. I will yeah. say though, and I, I like I will say that Division One is actually a good game. Oh no! Look, I, look, like I enjoyed it. I'm just saying, like fucking yeah, picks up a little bit. More recent than that. I agree with God. you on that. Yeah. I'd say most of the people who would have played the division have probably already have Bonia, especially the first one, and like the, every, all the player bases moved on to the yeah. second one already. Yeah. Mm, so I yeah. don't know who's gonna be fucking playing. I guess people with games with gold will be. It's a great game, but it's too late. Like it's way too late to put into games with gold. Like yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. I don't look. I I'm, I don't mind looter shooters as far as looter shooters go. It's definitely not the top of my list. I feel like the the story. 
in the division is not the greatest, but the, the, the shooting and whatnot is fun. And I like the, the, the powers and whatnot. Interesting. I, I, and I, I enjoyed the division two a lot more. I thought there was lots of improvements made everywhere, particularly in the, uh, the visual design. That game just looked fucking incredible. Eh? The, the way that designed, uh, uh, Fucking Washington. What's the difference between Games with Gold and Game Pass? I don't quite understand. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, do you mind me answering this one, Zach? Go for it, yeah. Yeah, so with Games with Gold, uh, it's an Xbox Live service. It's made so you can you pay for it so you can play games online. Um, that's the whole reason for it. Um, and they've tried to make it more enticing by saying, well, also we'll give you four free games as well, so you can actually you know, utilise this service and play online kind of thing. Um, that's what game... That's what the gold subscription is and and the free games are included in that game pass though is more like your netflix it's a premium service that you pay on top of this which i think they've now i mean they're both premium I services i think they've kind of integrated yeah. it now though yeah. but um it used to be a service that you'd pay on top of this another fee and it will give you a whole range a whole catalog of, of games that you can play for free and keep as long as you have the subscription which is the exact same thing as games with gold Okay, right, yeah. So you need Games with Gold in order to play multiplayer and online, and then Game Pass is just more of the game library stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. I think they've okay. integrated it now, though. So you, if you have uh, if, if you have Xbox Live Ultimate, it's called, that includes the Game Pass, Yeah. but it also includes Xbox Live Gold. So that gives you Games with Gold as well. Oh, okay. And they, they offer it to be a little bit cheaper because it's bundled or something. Yeah, that's right. They yeah, put it together okay. and they give you a, a good price. I think it's like $15 a month, which is fine, I yeah, like it gives you such a wide range of services. So well, I think that's what I was paying in Xbox Live monthly subscriptions like a couple of years back when mm-hmm. I used to pay for it. So, um, like, fuck, if you get games, a whole bunch of free games through Game Pass, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Game Pass is a great, like, great deal, great value. It's the thing I'm most jealous of that, that Xbox has that PlayStation just won't come to the party with. PlayStation has PlayStation now over in other countries. But they just don't have it in Australia. So I, I don't know why. So I, I hope we end up seeing something like that come to the, uh, come mm. to them in the future. Uh, as for our PS Plus games for September, we have Street Fighter Five and PUBG. Uh, yeah, Play, PlayStation not exactly coming uh, come to the party with the best games at the moment either. But well, a lot of people always like do better. They always do better. This is the one thing I actually don't like about being an Xbox fan. And an Xbox gamer is PlayStation Plus. The games you get always better. Like mm-hmm. they shovel out some great, you yeah. know, relevant games, yeah. and they give it to you for free. And yeah. the Xbox are like, well, instead of that, how would you like Coffee Talk yeah. instead? Which is, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what that is. But oh, it sounds it's, shit. It, yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> like, got, it's a shit B title game. Yeah. Instead of Street Fighter V, which is one of Capcom's greatest fighting games kind of thing. Like, yeah, and, and P- PUBG, like, I mean, everyone who wants PUBG already has it, but yeah, it's fucking huge. It's one of, massive. it's still on Steam's top ten. Massive. Or oh. the Book of Unwritten Tales, like, you know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Always... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put that up against the Book of Unwritten Tales. I mean, we are really, we're really going to town on the Book of Unwritten Tales yep. in this episode. Yep. In the games that were released in the last week, bear with me, we've got a Bucktown. We had Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, came to PS4. Project Cars 3 came to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. No Straight Roads uh, came to all platforms. Madden NFL 21 came to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Kandagawa Jet Girls 
came to PS4 and PC. <laughs> okay, whatever. There's another one for you to check out, Lockie. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Clancy's Elite Squad came to iOS. Tell me why came to PC and Xbox One. Surgeon Simulator 2 came to PC. Moon came to Nintendo Switch. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered came to PS4, Nintendo Switch, and iOS. Windbound came to PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Wasteland 3 came to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Nexom, wait, Nexomon? Extinction? Jesus. Came to all platforms. And Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions, came to PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Holy shit, so much stuff released in the last week. But that'll do us for this half of the show. We're going to have a quick break, and then we'll jump back in with the games that we've been playing. To start off our impressions, I'm not going to make our listeners wait any fucking longer like Lockie did by not playing this game <laughs> before last week. Fuck you, fucking man. Like, with a title like that, can you really blame me I, for not man, for I, not even wanting I to touch that? so devastated, so devastated when you said you hadn't played it, as understanding as I am. I'm on, a, I'm on a fucking watch but, list now but, because but, of that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit, but yeah, now you've actually, you've picked up. How to pick up girls. Wait, is it okay to pick up girls yeah. in a dungeon, colon, infinite combat? Yeah, yeah, combat. You can't even fucking use the the English language correctly in its localization. Oh. They're, they're like fucking around with it, tongue in cheek. Okay, Lockie, now I'm, I'm oh, dying to right. know. So, 10 out of 10, your game of the year so far? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, no. So, I mean, you, you just know... You just know what you're going. You just know you're going to get a subpar experience when you see a title like that. Um, look, uh, look. There's a couple of things to say about it. So I want to give a little bit of background to it. This game is based on, I believe, a manga series, and I think they also had an anime made out of it. So somebody out there likes the source material. Oh, there's more of <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. So this crap, this crap is oh. actually a real thing, and maybe it's better than what I saw in the game. But oh. anyway, so we're gonna start off your. I'm going to give you a little bit of a bio about this game. So you're playing as um, you're playing as the main character, Bell Cranel, uh, a fourteen a fourteen year old boy who is surrounded by by goddesses. Why is he underage? Oh no, that's that's the whole point. It's this is absolutely fucked. This is this is so fucking wrong. I hate it. I, I fucking hate it. Anyway, sorry, I, I'm getting ahead of myself here. So you're playing as Bell Cradle, a 14 year old boy who is in a world that is filled with um, Dungeons and Dragons style, um, you know, mayhem and hijinks, where uh, where there, you're 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 spending most of your game. Um, I, I imagine I've only played fucking an hour of this. Um, you spending your game. You're spending your game in this town where you're um, where which is built on top of an enormous dungeon. Um, that just has several levels where you go deeper and deeper into the dungeon where everything looks the same on each level and um, you fight monsters and that's sort of your your deal and um, and this main character's sort of driving driving narrative focus at the very beginning of the game he's like I'm from this family Hestia and um, we don't have any heirs and I'm the only 
male, um, so I need to find someone to fuck ASAP. And, and make a family with. This is a 14-year-old boy. In five years when he's legal. No, yeah, in five years when he's legal. Exactly. That That is what you would hope for. No, so this guy is very much... Th- this guy is very much... He's 14 years old and he's worried about starting a fucking family. Um, he's being followed around by a literal goddess. Um, I can't even remember... Oh, her name's Hestia. So, Clan Hestia. Hestia, yeah. Um, and and she's, she's giving him very strong signals, by the way, this 14-year-old boy. She's like, I'm an immortal goddess and I've decided to... to I I got bored with everything being perfect and I want to be I want to get the human experience so I'm going to hang around this 14 year old boy oh. <laughs> it's so horrible it's so fucking like it's just immorally fucked this is what happens when society is perfect is that what you're saying like you no, need yeah, this escape exactly she, this is like for her she's like I'm really I'm really slumming it up with these nasty ass shit um yeah, so that's the premise of the game, um, and 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 like that's all knocked out at the very beginning. And um, Zach, I sent him a screenshot of one of the very first lines oh, of narrative dialogue, oh. and the English is just atrocious. The English translation um, is it, you can't understand what the fuck the guy is saying. Yeah. Like, right? I, I don't know what he was saying, but it still made me uncomfortable. Yeah, creepy, it, creepy grandpa Pedo was saying something. Couldn't quite understand what he was saying, but you could just tell. It had some sinister, sinister overtones to it. Um, anyway, so the, so ignore all of that. You're playing a, uh, I guess it describes itself as an action RPG dungeon crawler, and I'd say, yeah, all right, it's a dungeon crawler. Um, Children of Mordor, um, which Zach, um, you know, uh, reviewed recently. That kind of gameplay. It's sort of comparable in that sense, except it's much, much shittier. Okay. So um, basically, this is the type of game. I don't know if you ever played, like, internet browser games from over the last 20 years or so. But if you've ever heard of um, the the engine Unity for some 3D games that you, you have to download this engine, you, you, you get, like, these really crappy sort of 3D games, but it's free. It's a browser game. Mm. It's just for people, you know, coders and developers to sort of, um, you know, test things out and yeah. sort of show their chops. This is like that, that maybe had a little bit of funding to it. So they said to one of these coders, here's 10 grand, make us this game. So it's slightly... So it just looks like that. And that's what you're getting. Um, you have... You start off... You just start off in this bland dungeon where you just walk forward to progress to the next level and then you have to walk backwards and then it snakes a little bit. But, like, you just get the same shit repeating itself over and over again. Nothing like Mordor. So this is yeah. where we... This is where we delineate. So Children of Mordor uh, is like a a really fun, amazing, well-polished games. The uh, game, the action feels fluid. Yeah. There's a lot of variety in characters. And you have a lot of variety in this one, but in a really bad way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to play as all these harem-type female warriors. Oh. So they really like their female warriors. So, uh, so after I play as this shitty character where basically your fighting style is hit, attack, hit, attack, hit, attack, dodge, and then just do that over and over again, and the enemies will just stop to allow for you to hit them until eventually they get fed up with that. They stop moving, they stop trying, and and then, you yeah, you basically learn that rhythm of attack. So it's really boring, it's really clunky, um, movement feels horrible. When you finish a dungeon and you level up, because it's an RPG, um, the game is, is bugged, so when it says you've progressed levels, you go from level 1 to level 1, <laughs> and then all your stats increase at this ridiculous number to get you all excited and going, go, oh, my character's getting so fucking strong. Uh... It means absolutely nothing in terms of the actual game. Uh, yeah, I gotta say... That sounds like <laughs> absolute hot 
garbage, yeah, I, man. I gotta say, it's a fucking yeah. I this is me playing playing it for a fucking hour, oh. and I'm so exhausted through it. Oh my god. Okay. So I power on through after getting a feel for this gameplay's mechanics and the dungeon thing because, okay, I go, all right, well, maybe it, it gets a little bit better if I go further into it. Let's see where the story's going because mm-hmm. I've got... Um, it, it's definitely seeming to lean very heavily into the pervy shit, so I'm not too excited about that, but I do want to see if it, you know, if there's something to this game. Mm-hmm. And so it introduces a couple more characters in this entire entirely new area. And one of the first characters it introduces, if you read her bio... Okay, so it's got two sisters. One is a warrior type, one's a mage type. Mm. The warrior type, she's the shy one. She's the shy one in, in disposition, but she has this enormous fucking rack. We're talking about, like, Pamela Anderson-style rack. And her, and, her sister, and her sister has no boobs at all. Okay. Um, and they're both wearing bras, by the way, because that's their outfit. And the younger sister, <sighs> in her bio... When you're reading about these people to understand their character, her character literally is is that she's insecure about her sister having massive tits and her having no tits. That's oh, her entire personality. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even though she chooses to wear a fucking bra oh. in combat. Can I ask two questions? <laughs> <laughs> Only two. Yeah. <laughs> and then I want to walk out. Again. Yeah. <laughs> two questions. One. <laughs> did you have a shower after playing this, this hour of the oh, game? Oh. Okay, so I played this game, I, I gave this game a go on, on Thursday. I have not picked it up since, and I have not felt any fucking desire to. Yeah, I yeah. felt horrible. To, I, I hated it. My second question, just on that too, is, um, would you rather play Skywalker Lego game? Yes! <laughs> yes, absolutely yes. Because you know what? Those games, sure, they might be corporate cash grabs, there might be zero creativity, they might spit in the face of their original franchise, but at least it's not like, some horrible kind of pure evil shit. Actually, you know what? It's like capitalism pure evil versus, like, sexualized pure evil, and I just find sexualized pure evil just a little little worse. Yeah, it's, like, uh, cringy. It's it's creepy. Uh, um, oh, fuck. Uh, so, with this... So, are the women, like, older than him as well, too? Are they meant to be, like, adult women? Yeah, they're all adult women. So, definitely what they're going for is it is like, a teenage boy's, like, power fantasy. That Jesus. they're, like, in dungeons, killing monsters, and these, you know, these crazy babes are, like, just showing all this interest in them. And they're not just normal babes. They're fucking gods. Yeah. Um, and they're showing all this interest in this fucking... 14 year old boy so definitely their target audience is like you know underage so, kids sort of trying finding themselves so if he's looking just yeah. to make an heir as quickly as possible why isn't he just fucking one of these gods um because he's very socially awkward and that's where all the comedy um that's where the Co- uh Co- this is a, what yeah yeah so comedy? yeah yeah so japan and this is where i'm okay so this is where i'm inferring that's all a lot. you need to say so japan yeah, yeah, yeah. so this that's is where end of sentence i'm inferring a lot here because i've watched a lot of shonen and um <laughs> and i know and i know that this is based off and of a successful manga and this is where i go okay this is this is absolutely fucked in my opinion but what what japanese ta- uh, japanese audience love is that they love um they love they love situations that could be considered sexualized but one or two of the characters being very awkward and shy about it, and they love it. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's tapping into You're something right. cultural there, yeah. and they just eat it up because they love that idea that somebody's really embarrassed about going through these things. Mm. And so that's the kid's personality where he's like, I'm around all these babes and I have to do these things, but I, I'm so shy. How do I interact with these people? Mm. And so, like, you're listening to this crap and you're like, you're like, oh, my God, this is... 
this is insane for a child to be thinking about at this age. Some introvert that's going through puberty. Yeah, like, what did his fucking parents say to him, like, for him to be obsessing about this shit at 14? Oh, God. Don't finish the game. Yeah, so this is the thing. Um, I don't ever want to play this game again. I've got... Yeah, um, it's funny, I was looking on the Steam, um, I was curious to see what other people were saying about it on Steam, because it's getting a 6 out of 10, which means that some people like what? it. What? Yeah. yeah, some people what? like it. Not a lot Dude. of people are playing this fucking game, because yeah, yeah. obviously no one would be attracted to that normally. So you're getting a really, I reckon you're getting a very specific group, but... Um, yeah, I was reading through a couple of reviews, and generally the people giving it positive reviews are like, yeah, the game's kind of shit, but I'm a fan of the franchise, and it's decent enough and true to form for the franchise, so I'm happy enough with it. And that says to me, I think that reveals more about the people that like the franchise. Yeah, because it's not just the game that's terrible, it's the fucking concept. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's giving me shivers, man. That's like that weird Xenoblades where you got your heron of women. The title alone, you knew what you were going to get. You fucking knew what you were going to get, and they delivered in that sense, I guess. It's either a deterrent or a lightning rod. And like to me, it's one hell of a deterrent with a title like that. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's definitely attracted that... It's targeting a specific group of people, and that's why it's sitting out a 6 out of 10. It's a niche target, like, big time. But in terms of a a game quality, like, um, it's very poor quality. So uh, the best I can say about it is that it looks clean in its cutscenes, but you're getting, like, um, Fire Emblem-style cutscenes where you're just seeing, like, pictures of the characters front on the screen. They glitch around and move around a bit, and it looks horrible occasionally. And that's only the first hour, so I'm sure it gets progressively worse as the game as the game goes along but like yeah i I, it's a very poor quality cheaply made game um they it cost 56 dollars aud on steam so i i I, i'm so i feel like yeah so i already feel disgusting that i've given this company money so all i can say is to our listeners and to anyone else out there publicly do not pe- play this game um if you're going to dox anyone fucking dox these pieces of shit like oh, like geez. stop going after people that are, that you know have a slightly different opinion to you on zelda and actually go after to be alone. There are monsters out there. Like fucking use if you're gonna do evil shit, at least do it to people that deserve it. You know what? No, yeah, I, I don't, don't dox anybody. Yeah, I don't condone doxing, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, if you are going to be a psycho, maybe choose your targets a little bit more ethically than that. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So stay away. Yeah. Uh, stay the fuck away. Now, um if anyone wants to listen to me, uh Continue playing this hot piece of garbage because I've already paid for it. I don't know. Send send to our send to our uh, to our email if you wanna if you wanna hear a, a Twitch. I might do a Twitch because I don't think I could play this entire game. You want people looking you? Actually, you know what? No, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, fuck it. Like, your got... face is on the screen. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no. This? You know what? Fuck it. I just yeah. Just email. And yeah, no. The text. Yeah, I was thinking. You know what I was thinking? Because I fucking hate it so much, you would get a lot of reactions, so it'd be funny to watch, but you're kind of right. Yeah. I, this is something where not even the content should I mean, be shared Sydney with the Sydney police put an identity on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like... thanks for revealing I'm in Sydney, Cam. <laughs> uh, uh, Sydney, Canada. Sydney, Poitiers. <laughs> I think we've mentioned Sydney. that. Man. I think we've mentioned we're in Sydney before. It doesn't exactly narrow things down too well, much. Well, it kind of does. Australia's not that big compared to the rest of the world. It's 5.5 million people. Yeah, I think yeah. we're pretty good to say Sydney, man. All right, so closing remarks on this game it is a hot pile of garbage um the source content itself um i i think just raises huge huge eyebrows at like i i think 
yeah, I think fans of this franchise are definitely... Maybe the, the show itself is a lot better in how it goes about things, but I... I I think it. I think it's just horrible in every single aspect of the game. It was an ill-conceived project. Mm. I think um, the fact that people are profiting from this is disgusting. And um, yeah, I will need to take another shower again after even talking about it. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Okay. Oh God, what one what? out one out of ten? <laughs> Absolutely, one out of ten. What what I've played uh, this week hasn't been anywhere near as rough as that. I picked up. Control's new expansion, oh. AWE. We've spoken about Control the last couple of weeks on the show about the <laughs> debacle with the Ultimate Edition and how that's the only way to get the, in air quotes, free upgrade for Xbox Series X and PS5 is by buying the Ultimate Edition. <sighs> but, I, you know, I'd already spent my money on the season pass. It was a bit too late, so I was like, oh, that, that, that came out on the 27th. I'm I better play it. I, I have a podcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I only played, like, an hour of it, but you know what? It's 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 more control. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot, that games are more of something, but what are you expecting with a sequel <laughs> or, mm. or, like, just an expansion? I really wish I'd waited until both the expansion passes were out so that I could just buy the season pass and play it all in one big chunk because it just there's just not quite enough there in these expansions. I think I got through the last one in four hours, but... This one's feeling like it, it may perhaps be a bit longer. I've, I've played for a little over an hour and I feel like I haven't progressed too far. Uh, but I'm, I'm so far, the only sort of new mechanic they've brought in is an old me- mechanic from Alan Wake. Uh, Control is in the same universe as Alan Wake. Uh, any Remedy fans out there uh, uh, is shining light on black gooey shit. To make it disappear. <laughs> so that's been the new thing so far. And to do this, you've got to use your telekinetic powers to pick up the light and shine it and direct it at that. So it's exactly like, um, you know, the the rats from... Uh, what's that game? The rat mechanic where you had to get light on it and they would part... Uh, Plague Tale Innocence. That's it. That's but, it. I, I, yeah, pretty similar to that. I believe in Alan Wake, you'd have these sort of shadow creatures that you'd shine a, a light at, and that was how you defeated them, or at least uh, kept them okay, at bay. Right. So they're just sort of paying homage to that. But there's even a, a moment where they have this bit of dialogue where they're talking to her, and they're like, oh, do you have a flashlight, a head torch, any of that stuff? And it's like, no, I don't. I'm in this massive federal building with all this funding but for some reason all I can do is find these floodlights that rather than just holding I decide to hold with my mind (laughs) which drains the energy oh no she doesn't have no phone I guess where's your fucking phone (laughs) every phone has a flashlight I I don't think phones actually they don't mention phones in it maybe phones don't exist in this universe I don't know I know there's there's telephones but maybe not mobile so so they've so in this very specific alternate universe, they swapped out phones with telekinetic powers. <laughs> there you go. So I suppose if you if you can communicate tele, uh, telepathically with people, what, what do you need phones? Yeah, what do you need <laughs> yeah. phones for? The thing is, though, like I've played Control as well, uh, and there is you're right. There is an actual telephone in the game. It's it's part of the light. Uh, it's some sort of um, it's some sort of significant yeah. artifact uh, in the game. Is and it's an actual telephone, and I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah. talking a mobile phone. Well, I'm talking about one of the ringer phones. You know, like the ones with the dial that yeah. you put your finger with, in. And with the handle that That's you... It. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. That is a phone there. That is so stupid. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's a weird... It's, it's a, they're, 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 Control's a bizarre game. They kind of go for this sort of David Lynch-style thing. And i got to say, the new areas don't look much different to any of the old areas. It just looks like more sort of concrete hallways and big atriums and stuff like that. Uh, the big bad, which is no, it's no spoiler, you meet him at the very start. There's this really creepy sort of creature, which... You know, I haven't played Alan Wake, but I think it is a bit of a, an homage or a, a straight-up uh, uh, enemy from that. But he was real creepy looking. He was all tall and lanky with his weird proportions and had like this sort of baby looking head or something. Oh, like was that. he Slender Man? Kind of Slender Man, but with yeah. like a baby head and the proportions were even weirder. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it, it creeped me the fuck out. So look, I'm, 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 I'm going to finish it. I'm going to play more. So I'll, I'll leave my review for Control's most recent expansion up until our next episode no i want to play control i've just Dude, I, Lockie, I played the worst game i've ever played in my entire life i kind of need a palate cleanser lucky you would enjoy control i think just wait for the ultimate edition to get it all in one big bundle yeah don't do what i did and support the developers and have faith in them because you'll get punished <laughs> for it yeah yeah no i definitely have mm. i mean i knew what i was getting with um is it wrong to pick up girls <laughs> in a dungeon and uh, and if you have to ask that question, I think there are serious If you have to give issues. an answer, there's serious questions. Like, to yeah, answer that question, there's serious problems. Well, yeah, if you're, if you're asking yourself that question, is it wrong to do this? The answer is yes, even in real world, she's under duress. Don't pick up someone that's just been in a dungeon. And if it's like one of those hyper-fantasy dungeons... Also, yes, because she's focusing on killing monsters yeah. and you're placing her at undue risk. Everyone knows you pick the girls up, then you take them back to your dungeon, yes. not the other way around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I wasn't doing that at 14, but yes. <laughs> is, is it wrong to play? Is That's it something you gotta, you got to wait till you're 18 before you start taking girls to you. Oh, my God. Is it wrong to play? Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yes. It's wrong. <laughs> It's very wrong. Moving oh, on. Moving on. Yeah. Fucking. Sorry, I just wanted to. No, all good, all good. Aaron, I want to know what you've been playing this week, my friend. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Ubisoft's got up their sleeve when it comes to next gen and also uh, end of this year. Ooh, um, so Valhalla. Yeah, with Valhalla. Watch Dogs Legions. That's right. Yeah. There's so much stuff I'm excited for. I'm not interested in Watch Dogs at all, but Valhalla. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming. And I Sexy thought... Viking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I decided to go back through the catalogue of some of the old Yubi games um, and give them a go. Uh, I'm a mad fan of platformers. I played Ukulele, uh, The Impossible Air, not long ago. That was fantastic. It felt just like the old Donkey Kong Country games. Oh, fucking I. Uh, loved it. And I thought, all right, I'll give Rayman a go, um, because Rayman was a platformer in 1995, came out on PlayStation 1 and Sega Saturn. And uh, I loved the look of that game. And I decided to play Legends, and holy shit, this is my favourite platformer ever, which even trumps Donkey Kong Country 2, which I adore. Donkey Kong Country 2 is the Damn. best, yep. best um, side-scroller And I'm the biggest Rare time. fan you'll ever meet, and I can say that this beats the Rare game. And So wait, when you say platformer, are you including 3D platformers as well too? Or no, no they're, they're a different beast. Different oh, okay, okay, yeah. I was going to say, you that's can't a... That's yeah. a boog. No, I'm definitely talking 2D. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. 2D yep. platformers. Okay, nice. Uh, music is absolutely unforgettable in uh, Raymond Legends. Uh, even even so much that they make music as part of the stages. Like, there's a stage where you uh, run along to the sound of the song of Black Betty, and every time that you, like, jump on a new platform, you'll get, like, a bam-blam, and, and it, it runs <sighs> with it kind of thing. And okay. it's just 
unbelievable. They have multiple levels like that too. They're the whole world where like you go into paintings, I guess, kind of like Mario, and that's how the level starts. Right, Mario yeah. 64. Um, and yeah, there's like five of them that just pay homage to great songs with the way that you platform in it. Yeah, okay, cool. Unreal. Um, anyway, and the other game that I'm playing right now is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, I finished Origins. I finished uh, Odyssey, which are incredible, but not so much the classic feel of Assassin's Creed. They definitely yeah. did more to that and yeah. made something else. Yeah. So Syndicate is where I'm at at the moment, which feels exactly like the older yeah. style of Assassin's Creed. But with more of a twist. Yeah. Uh, well, well that was the last one, wasn't it? It was the last sort of more of the classic style right. Assassin's Creed and then Origins. They, they, they had that, what, year off, is which that, I think was a great idea. Yeah. Is and, that yeah. the one that was set in England with yes. the brother yes. and the sister? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it is so yeah. fucking it's underrated. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people slept on it because uh, Unity was such a mess. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I'm people, people, yeah. people were just dirty on Assassin's Creed. So Syndicate came out and it was this fucking not well-polished... The combat was some of the best in the series. Yeah, yeah. The characters were fantastic. You had a female fucking protagonist. This is before Odyssey ever happened. You know, everyone said, oh, first female protagonist in Assassin's No, it happened in Syndicate. And she was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. No, they, they had, had, their own no, they, had a, they had a Chinese girl in Side Scroller Rogue. That's not a full... In a full Assassin's Creed. No, no, it, no, counts, no. Actually, it counts. It counts. It has AC in the title. Actually, if you really want to go further back, Assassin's Creed 3, they brought out a spin-off of that called Liberation. Liberate, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And that oh. starred a female called Angeline or Angeline, something like that. And What's her last name? Goalie. Oh, I don't it was. I actually played that because I yeah. played through Assassin's Creed 3 recently. I, I started Liberation. I was like, ooh. But the good thing about this one is, like, with Evie Fry, because they're Fry, the Fry twins, uh, Jacob and Evie Fry, uh, you can switch on the fly between them. So if you're like, oh, I want to play as Evie instead of Jacob, you just literally press start and then a button and then you're playing as Evie. So you can switch your Fry on the fly. You can switch Fry <laughs> on the fly. Yep, sweet. <laughs> yep, you can. Sweet. But the thing is, they play dramatically different, which is fantastic. Like, Evie even walks different to Jacob. Like, they've changed all of the mechanics up. And yeah. the way they fight is different. There's yeah. different animations for both of them. Yeah. Another thing which I'll end on uh, about the combat, which I love about Assassin's Creed, is uh, you can get to the point where you injure enemies in the game to the point where they're droopy and they're about to die and they're, like, drooping around. <laughs> they're droopy. But if you... Yeah, seriously, they literally just droop around like they're about to fall to the ground. Oh, they're okay. still hanging around. Yeah. If you do that to four of them, like, and then you execute an execution... It goes into a full cinematic of, like, uh, Evie or Jacob actually, like, executing four of them, like, John Wick-style kind of thing. Oh, sweet. Dude. And you just feel like a god at the end of that execution. Man, those... Yeah, I do love the execution scenes in AC. The older ones are great. They brought in, uh, for that one, uh, arena fights, Mm -hmm. and they were so much fucking fun. The amount of times that I died... Trying to get four people into those states so yeah. I could pull off those really awesome cinematics because they were really fucking cool. And yeah, and the, the fact they had different ones for each character, that game was awesome. It, it deserved great more game. more props than, than what it bloody got. God, mm. God the, the world looks so great too. Yeah. London felt felt it felt very real and immersive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so cool. And the uh, and the the sort of hook shot thing, whatever it was called, that yep. get you to the top of the buildings. I thought that was great, like, you know, climbing slowly up a building kind of lost its its uh, thrill after Assassin's Creed 2, I'd probably yeah. argue, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, yeah. it wasn't too long after that they, they introduced that mechanic. It was one of the spin-offs from Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It was Revelations, wasn't it called? 
Just uh, the one, yeah, one in it, Turkey. I think that, that one was a slightly... I can't remember how that one worked. It was slightly different. Like, yeah. you had Da Vinci, I think, in two, like, coming up with the different gadgets. And I think something... There was something along the lines of either you fly or you can... You were ziplining all over. a different way. Yeah, yeah. There, you, you had a hook in that Revelations one where yeah. you could get, like, extra dis- distance to grab a, a, a taller or a further ledge. Yeah. Mm. Or you could use it to slide down yeah. grind rails yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like right. that. So, yeah. But this one's good because if you go up to a building and you're like, wow, that's a tall building. I can't be arse climbing that. Yeah. You literally press one button fires a hook shot to the very top of it, and then it's jump, 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 you're there. Yeah, yeah. Kind of and you can do that fucking to the top of Big Ben as well yeah. too, which is like fucking tall. And yeah, all the, the different uh, uh, sites and stuff they included, like, there's Buckingham Palace and all that. There's uh, yeah. It is yeah. such an awesome game. You can pick up Syndicate for so fucking cheap now yeah. as well too. Like if anyone slept on this because they're like, oh, Unity was a piece of shit, whatever... It's a good game, and it's, it still holds up today, I'd argue, as well, too. Can you kill the royal family in it? No. Uh, I don't believe so. No. Damn. But... Well, that was something that I really loved about number two, is that you got to there kill is... the Pope. Oh, yeah, Sorry, spoilers. Sure. Maybe you insert a spoiler warning before this, but yeah. You get to kill the Pope in number two, because it turns out that he's super evil. So, like, I would have loved that for the royal family. And not from the past, either. Like, today's royal family. Oh, you want to kill the Queen at, like, 90 years old? Is that what you mean? Well, I mean, nothing else seems to kill her. That's like you need to stop playing these dungeon games. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Just, just, I know I said it before, but just to end on it too, though, yep. it's part of Game Pass. So, any Xbox players out there that has Game Pass, this is part of it. You can get it for free if you have that. Well, you know, you pay the subscription, but it's part of it. Um, so go for it. And also, the DLC for it is Jack the Ripper, where you actually go after Jack the Ripper, which is incredible as well. It's all dark and mysterious streets and stuff. Amazing. <sighs> Nice. Does, well, do you have a uh, review score for Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Uh, I'm almost at the end of it, so okay. uh, I haven't finished it completely, but if you were to say right now, what are you thinking? It's yeah. totally up to you if you want to give it a score or it's, not. It's in my top Assassin three, three top Assassin, top three, should I say, Assassin's Creed games, yeah. so I would probably peg it at about an 8.5 at the moment. Yeah, fucking A. 8.5. Yeah, I, I'm going to say I'd, 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 I'd have to agree with you there. I'd say my, my top three... Would probably go fucking Origins, uh, Syndicate, or oh, then Odyssey. I'd say, really? yeah, yeah, for sure. But Syndicate's definitely in there. I, I really enjoyed the the new take on Assassins. I thought I, I thought they were fantastic. Yeah. Origins especially, for great game. Oh, the, the world design, fantastic. And it even pays homage to um, uh, Black Flag in the game as well. Like you actually go to Edward Kenway's house, oh. and, uh, and you have you you learn about like uh, you know uh, some of the artifacts that he took from back when you played Assassin's Creed Four uh, okay. in the house. It's, yeah. it's incredible to pay homage to pretty much a masterpiece Assassin game. Yeah, oh, Four was good. Oh, so four was I great. didn't think about Four as well. Too. Uh, I don't know. I, I I spoke too soon. My top three. <laughs> Delete that from history. I'll, I'll I'll think about that again in the future. Yeah, top. 10 Assassin's games or maybe that's a good bonus episode oh that's do. way too there's not enough Assassin's games there are you fucking kidding me there's like nearly 20 or something yeah, ridiculous you yeah, but all like, those you have fucking, opinions on all of them I uh, can come up with some <laughs> yeah, that's okay. for sure I've played most of the Assassin's games the only ones I haven't played are the fucking side scrolling fucking mobile ones and well, all that well gear up all man because sh- off you go fuck that yeah. alrighty that'll do us for this week on News to Reviews. If you want to tell us anything you thought about this episode, you can send your feedback to news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter is the best place to keep track of everything we're doing. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews. 
and that's with a number two instead of the word two. Thank you so much again for joining us, Aaron. It was a blast, just like last time. You're Thank welcome you. back. Thank you. Thank you. I almost died in the middle there um, and had to remove myself, so you can tell that I'm having a good time. Nah, excellent. Come back anytime, guys. Oh, lovely. And yeah, Lockie, it's always good to see you, my friend. And uh, everyone out there, please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Um, I don't know, you, you snorting at the end kind of helped capitulate the, uh... Stay out of dungeons. Yeah, really <laughs> if you're a 14 year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> you're not picking up girls in there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, stay far, far away. Yeah. Can be, like, I, I didn't get the KFC joke, but like oh. that was just because, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Have you do, seen, yeah, do you not watch TV? No. Oh, no. Right. So essentially what it is, is just um like, it's awkward situation. The ad is about an awkward situation. Oh, yeah. okay. Like there's this guy who's oh, like, yeah, there's okay. a guy who's barking at a cat, right? Like he's, he's crazy and he's barking at a cat and the cat jumps off and then the neighbor looks at him with this weird look in his face like, what the fuck are you on? And then he's like, ah. Uh, did somebody say KFC? Uh, yeah, coming yeah, up with yeah, the ad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, so like, you're in like this really um high, like really high society prestigious <clears throat> church, right? Yeah. And and like a bunch of um and a bunch of the people going to church walk in on a priest with two boys with his pants <laughs> down, and they all look at each other like this is an awkward situation. And then the priest hard cuts <laughs> t- straight to the camera and says, "Did somebody say KFC?" And then it and then it hard cuts again to everyone just. Dancing um, with the priest, his pants are still off, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just dancing. Imagine dead. They're, they're like holding him up in the air, like the girl from the Why Can't We Have Both Old Del Paso ass. <laughs> and everyone's dancing and they're singing, and, and the Lily Allen song's going, I don't care, I love it. And that's the, that's the KFC marketing campaign at the moment. So, like, yeah, if you watch any any sports events yeah, like footy, so you'll see you... that so much. Oh, I wish that really existed. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't wish that existed at all. That, oh, particular, in... that particular scenario needs to end. No, not in reality. <laughs> the actual ad. Oh, shit. Nah, yeah, I, I, uh, fucking, I fucking love it. It's a twist uh, on the 80s sitcoms where instead of the awkward, like, you just have the most horrific things happening in that situation and their yeah. response of going awkward is, yeah. is really not appropriate. Yeah, like, it does it. require... Action to be taken. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. (sighs) Fuck.